Hey, this is Mike. Hey, this is Kaz, and you are listening to Two Broke Watch Knobs, the only watch podcast that knows the spark inside your eyes produce a match. We set ourselves on fire. You have made all the way to episode 234. Hello, Michael. I didn't mess that one up that time. That I've messed it up before. <laughs> well, I'm drinking a, I'm drinking a double espresso right now. Did I not tell you? And I was just doing push-ups for an hour before we got on the phone, so. <laughs> that's, that's impressive. So I'm, I'm here. Well, I two. I did two push-ups because, you know. Two push-ups. Okay. I have very weak upper body Pretty strength. Pretty impressive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My, my, my <laughs> ribs are made of breadsticks, so, you know. Not very strong. Hello, Hello, everyone. It's been a it's been a while. It's, it's been a been, while since we've done this. It's been a long time. Now it's all good. We're, we're always. You know what I enjoy about our schedule here at TVWS? It's very much you know we put a show whenever the fuck we feel like it. We produce regular, consistent <laughs> content. <laughs> consistent. <laughs> you shut your mouth, Kaz. We put the shit out <laughs> regularly. Like all right, whatever, dude. Are you fucking man? But here, <laughs> this is going to be a lot of fun. I'm really excited for this episode because it's very much um, I like these kinds of episodes. I like these sort of like themed, let's pick a thing and kind of play tennis and go back and forth talking about like episodes. So for episode 234 of the Two Book Watch Nows podcast, we're talking bracelets. Which I don't think we've. I'm Talking sure bracelets. we've. I'm sure we've done a bracelet episode before. But here's here's very much the loose format of what Michael and I, uh, I think, have have agreed to do. Uh, three three bracelets we think are cool, cool, interesting, innovative, unique, high quality, something, anything, anything, anything. I tried to choose bracelets that I thought people generally did tend to not talk about in these types of things. Could totally be wrong, but I'm very excited for my three. I I have three. Did you choose three? We definitely, yeah, we definitely have at least one. That's um probably probably gonna overlap. You th- so you th- I just I you think I have so. so many. I have so many that I'm thinking about. I I'm I'm narrowing it down to three as we go. But what do you want to bet? I'm I'm interested. <clears throat> what do you want to bet? Because I don't think we do. What do you want to bet that we you do want to bet a Bremont? <laughs> want a better brain month? Yes, I could send it to you. <laughs> uh, Braymont. Is it official? You know what? I won't say anything. I won't say anything. That's fine. That's cool. But here, let's do this. Ow. Michael, you want to make history with me for the 234th time. No one has done this many wrist checks. <laughs> no one. I have it on good authority. Nobody does the best wrist checks. Everybody says so. We do it the best. We do it the best. You want to do it? You want to go first? <laughs> I'm not wearing a watch with a bracelet. <laughs> that's kind of fuck. That's that's perfectly on brand for for this show. I think. What are you wearing? What do you got? I'm wearing a mission to Uranus. Fantastic. Really? <laughs> no, I'm not. Oh. I still. You know, we never actually did talk about those moon swatches. I th- I, I wrote something <sighs> up for the website, but we never really sat down to talk about them. That's kind of funny. I feel like that would have been. I an mean, episode. I uh, just we are we are a show very much based in satirizing reality. I think reality did a good enough job in the case of that watch. <laughs> what more could we have, have said? to really put work into it? <laughs> yeah, dude. That that the the market for those things is a mess, and apparently there are fake ones now. So 
What? Watch out if you're. Yeah, Who if the you're fuck's faking this watch? People are faking these these swatch omegas apparently. So, <sighs> but what am I wearing? I am wearing a TBWS classic. It's a great weekend with this watch so far it's the uh i forget <clears throat> the reference number constantly but it's just the the black dial seiko turtle prospects um you can find them there's there's like a, there's new versions now apparently of the black dial the srp triple seven is the one that i think most folks remember when these, like the, these came out yeah, like the iconic bread and butter like from a few years ago when these got revitalized yeah, yeah. Yeah, there, there's a new number now. I, I guess they made some changes. The dial looks a little bit different with, with the markers. Um, but yep, this is just the black dial Seiko Turtle, and I have it on a rubber uh, Uncle Seiko strap. You had that watch. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't... Um, it, I it, I was supposed to fast with this watch at some point, and then uh, it was really, really, really bad, actually. <laughs> I love how I love how like extremely tumultuous each of your sort of watch journeys ends up being. Oh, I'm I'm only gonna be a Seiko guy. It just fucking just totally falls off the rails. Oh, I'm not gonna buy Seiko anymore. That just totally falls off the rails. I'm not gonna buy a I'm not gonna buy watches for a year. That just totally falls off the rails. Like, like we gotta get you on like a steady stream, like a predictable path of watch the, ownership. The one watch, the one watch for the year was was particularly bad it was it was a lesson in moderation really uh because that wasn't just that that was an epic failure uh the way that i ruined that but you gave yourself overlogical blue balls you know you held back so so hard that the inevitable reaction was incredibly volatile but this thing is cool i i think uh this is i've i've Bought and sold this watch so many times. I forget how many I've. And <laughs> eh, maybe this might be the. Maybe this is the fourth one. This might actually be the fourth one. And the version that I have, people ask me, um, is a JDM version. So you get English and kanji mm-hmm. for the day. And I, I alternate between. Um, I had a really cool nato strap on this one for a while by a company called prometheus design works oh. it's really cool it's a it's a really high-end nato but the uh you're typically not hardware... a nato person we'll we'll, we'll get there <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there god it's uh, waiting to get there yeah that 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 was that's a cool combo on this watch because that hardware is titanium oh cool uh, it's a really cool strap if if you uh I don't. I I can't tell what they are. The company is more of a maybe like outdoor accessories, EDC kind oh, of stuff. They're cool. they're they're in that space, okay. but they make really really cool NATO straps. Um, so that's what I had this watch on for a while, and then I alternate between that and um, this flat vented Seiko uh, Uncle Seiko rubber strap, which is just really really cool combo. Nice. This is this is a great watch. I I think there's a reason that this. <clears throat> This version has actually finally stuck around. I I did toy with the idea of selling it cuz some sometimes sometimes when I think about a watch and I'm like, okay, if I sell it, I have to figure out if a better version of whatever this is can come in 
So I was I was toying with the idea of a quartz tuna because mm. I've always wanted a tuna, but I don't know, man. I like this thing too much. So that's that's what I want. But funny enough, not on a bracelet. <laughs> I know they have these on I know they have these on bracelets, but I mean not for you. Seiko Seiko bracelets. Uh I have no Seikos on my list. Do you? No, I don't. I don't. <laughs> okay. Very cool. I think I think I think even Grand Seiko is kind of a joke when it comes to That was the only gripe I had in my Grand Seiko review. Like that bracelet section I think was the only negative section in my uh, in my write up for the for my quartz um nine of Grand Seiko. Um so speaking of buying and selling watches, I didn't do anything, but I've been having having thoughts. I've been having dog thoughts. Is this a safe space, Michael? Do confess. Do, confess. Do we live in a safe space, you and I, between this 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 very sacred conversation, this private conversation that you and I have? This is safe, right? Nobody else is listening. Remember when I sold? Remember when I sold a bunch of watches and I was like, "Yeah, this is great. I don't need these watches." Blah blah blah. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty recent. There's one that I'm second guessing now. Might ask. Starting to miss my Slava Medical. Ooh, okay. <laughs> but I don't think that's a surprise. That I was surprised by that one. I was, I was. That was very much like, like Oreos, right? That was very much for me what I'll kind of qualify as my eighth Oreo, because the serving suggest the suggested serving size for an Oreo is three which is fucking ridiculous. Okay, so four is easy, five is fine, six is great, seven is really nice, eight you don't need, but you've been on this trajectory of just like popping Oreos in your mouth. You're like, yeah, it's fine. I, I, I want this continued delicious blast of weird dry cocoa powder and some sort of indefinable cream between cookies. Like I keep wanting that hit, but then there gets a point with Oreos where you're like, I shouldn't have gotten that last Oreo. I shouldn't have eaten that last Oreo because they start to feel, or at least for me, I start to feel sick. That's what happened with the Slava Medical. I was just on a roll, just getting rid of things. I'm like, yeah, I don't need that. I don't need that. That's fine. That's fine. And then when it was all said and done, I'm like, oh, I'd have overdid the last couple there. You know what I mean? <laughs> gotta hit the gym tomorrow. <laughs> I gotta gotta drink a drink some water and go for a walk tomorrow or, so, or like carry some briskly heavy groceries up the stairs or so i gotta make up for that last oreo so i don't i didn't i haven't haven't engaged the person that bought it it was person it was someone in the slack group i'm not gonna say mm-hmm. who or anything like that i haven't engaged them but it's just it, having dark thoughts it entered my mind you know a couple of days ago talking i mean you talking about buying buying and selling and rebuying a watch just made me remember that and I wanted to share that with you. What are your thoughts on that? I I would not judge you at all if you if you tried to pursue that uh coming back to the collection. I would I would not because I sold the Orange Star GMT for a second time. No regrets. It's in a good home. I'm fine with that. I think most folks probably expected me to regret selling that watch. Absolutely not. Yeah the person that that bought that one has like a, it's like a, col- a shrine. It's like a, I was gonna say it's like a collector a of familiar watches. Collector of refuse TVWS memorabilia. <laughs> this is chewing gum that Michael dropped on the sidewalk in 1998. I found it. Do you know what I mean? Um, no. <laughs> not how that person talks. 
<laughs> this is Kaz's comb he left on the New York Metro in 2014. He thought he lost it. It's mine now. Oh my god, this is this guy's really into us, man. That's kind of hot, kind of scary, I guess. But yeah, having dark thoughts about that's a lot of medical. I'll leave it at that. Let's see. Let's see. It would what be. I do. It would be. That would be a happily ever after if that came back in. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Not gonna lie. I worked so hard to get it. You did. You did. What was I thinking? What an idiot. You know what I mean? So we'll see. We'll see. But that has nothing that has nothing to do with my wrist check. Is it my turn? Should I go for the wrist check? Yeah. I am wearing a watch with a bracelet. I'm wearing a watch with an incredible bracelet. But it's not it's not on my list. Um just because the ones on my list, I think, are more particular and noteworthy just in regards to what they are. But I'm wearing my Omega Seamaster 2541, graciously gifted to me by you and just the incredible TBWS Slack community. Um, I'm still feeling undeserving of this watch. I need to do... I need to, like, like help build a mission in, like, Nicaragua or something like that. Like, I have to do something to be worthy <laughs> <laughs> of, of this watch you know or at least of the, the kindness prices on, on those things have gone insane by the way are we in mid threes or upper threes now for this thing yeah cons- consistently over three is what i've what i've seen that, that wasn't the case when uh... i'm never selling this watch never this is so cool this i went to a farmer's market this morning wearing this watch do you have any idea how nice that is <laughs> just walking around a farmer's market I got Michael I got a cider while wearing this watch that's very Bond very Bond it's very you. nice this is nice this is good this, you know cider in, in 90 degree weather with your uh, with your Seamaster I was wearing some Tommy Bahama shorts too I was, I was really yeah dude I'm not fucking around what was I doing not living on the west coast of Florida this I thought we talked about this. I thought I thought you're not allowed to buy the Tommy Bahama after age 50. It just gets like shipped to you. Nobody really buys Tommy Bahama. This is my I, I bought, dude. I, I pursued I pursued <laughs> these shorts. Wow, <laughs> they're good. They're very nice shorts. They're ha- they're they're herringbone weaved, so they're very soft, and they're the texture is very nice too. I'll show them to you sometime. It, if somebody wears shorts in the Pacific Northwest, you wonder if. They're, they're lost. Do they just get pelted with like with like fish from Pike Place or whatever the fuck it's called? Do they just like get out, get out, get out, You know what I mean? Like, does it just like totally go off the rails if you see someone with shorts? That's the only time when people show emotion out here is when they <laughs> wearing shorts. <laughs> oh man, that's so good. Get back to Bermuda, you digital nomad. It's like, oh my god, dude. Jesus, I was just going to get some fucking eggs, bro. Crap. No. <laughs> it's the first insult I could think of that wore shorts. I could probably do better if you give me time. <laughs> you know that someone, someone somewhere out there has that on their LinkedIn, unironically. A lot of people do. Are you kidding me? Michael, <laughs> have you hired remote SEOs lately? Like, yeah, a lot of people proudly put Digital Nomad on their LinkedIn. Side hustle, grinding, Digital Nomad, Thailand, 2023. It's like, you know what? I, um, you're already fired. You know? 
I'm going to pursue hiring you just to fucking fire you as soon as I create a paper trail. Uh. <laughs> I don't care. I don't want. I want to talk to you. I don't want to talk to the listeners. I don't want you people here anyway. This is a private fucking conversation. You're like the all you listeners at home are like the people that listen to the conversation in the booth next to you in the restaurant. Mind your fucking business, man. That is kind of fun. I, w- I was of course I was it's fun. Dropping today. Of course <laughs> it's fun. It's it's like it's it's which it's deliciously nefarious and eavesdroppy, but like fucking mind your own business, y'all. I'm trying to talk to Michael about shit. So do you wear that watch more on the bracelet? Because I know you were doing straps for a while. I tried to NATO for a little bit. It was cool. It's got to stay on the bracelet. I might. Just one of those watches, yeah. Becky and I were talking about a cruise, which I know is not the smartest thing to do, but, you know, whatever. Um, In 2023, I might put on a NATO for that. If we do like a beach day or something. Our cruise together, the the one that you the one that you, we were supposed to take together. Yeah, I still I still haven't listened listened back to those episodes. I feel like time traveling into this weird. It's just a whole different world. It was like <laughs> it's just a whole different fucking planet at that point. Do you want to go on a cruise with us in 2023, dude? I, I'm scared to make the plan. Honestly, I you know what? Last time we planned for the this. sake of the world, maybe we shouldn't. <laughs> right. You know, it would have been it would have been too powerful. Would have made the, the stars and fairies might conspire again for a cataclysmic Earth event. So Michael and I can't you know sip heavily poured heavily poured cocktails on the beach somewhere. Maybe maybe it's not meant to be. That's a sad prospect. You like that? Because um, I've seriously been thinking about those uh, Seamaster ones. Mm-hmm. And for a while, I was thinking about getting the version of yours, but with, uh, ironically, it's designed to look more like something um, <clears throat> mil-spec. So it's, it, there's a version that's black dial with sword, sword hands. hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Those are also consistently over 3K. What's going on? I, I still think about the ceramic version of your watch. Too flashy or something that here here's my opinion and this is not everyone else's opinion so y'all can go fuck yourselves this watch is very pretty in a case and kind of fun to wear for a little bit of time in ceramic with like the deep cut waves and everything like that um it just doesn't feel like an everyday wear to me it's too shiny the things that i love about the Seamaster are the things I love about these older Seamasters with the aluminum insert. The dial has a wave, but it's not super, super deep. It's not shiny. It's got some polished surfaces in the um, like bracelet and on the case and some of these facets and stuff, but it's not... This is casual enough for me to do anything with, basically. You know what I mean? Like, my fucking farmer's market watch, dude. Have you had to change the battery at all? No, no not right. yet. It's too soon. It's probably too soon. Maybe in like a year. Because it's probably got like a two or three year battery in this thing, you know? So. I actually had to change the battery on the CWC the other. Uh, Ooh, how interesting. Did you do it yourself? I did not do it myself. I was too scared. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's fair. 
That's totally. Actually, different. I don't have tools. I don't. I don't have a case back tool. It just use your just use your teeth. It's fine. Just just. Mm. <laughs> I think I saw a YouTube video with, with that technique. Yeah, yeah. totally works. <laughs> Next time. <laughs> Next time. But no, I I think um, I think that the the ceramic just doesn't. I think it was put there to say it's there and it sounds cool. Like, oh, it's oh, this watch has ceramic. Ooh, ceramic. Ooh, that's a high end feature. Like. I don't know if it actually does anything. Not for me. Uh, but I also might not be the target demographic for just some of the stuff, you know, you see in the newer ones. Um, but wait, yeah, the story. Yeah, it... Oh, sorry. No, I, I was just going to say, it looks like something from very far away. From far away, it looks like something that I would... Uh, I, I'm attracted to, but maybe in practice, day to day, I, I could put it on and feel like, ugh. It's kind of like what happened with the Batman. Yeah. It's just... it. So wait, this this I'm looking at it right now. This thing that this this particular Seamaster you're looking at with the sword hands, this is ceramic? No, no, no. I I'm um the ceramic one is is just I'm I'm talking about the new one. Oh, the ones. new one. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, just Ooh, you get the sword hand with the stainless steel bezel. That is another cool one. That's yeah. cool. This is pretty fucking the, badass. The the best thing, I I still think the best thing about uh cuz Yours is quartz and it's got that jumping hour too, Fuck right? Yeah, it does. Yeah, that, that's. I. I mean, I've slowly, I've slowly woken up from my uh, GMT coma, <laughs> uh, and I, I think I'm, I'm realizing that just probably the best, the best feature you can have in a watch is, is a jumping hour. It's so practical. I'll say this: if you get a Seamaster, you got to get a quartz one. Yeah, I mean, I do, I do call myself a quartz supremacist. Do the auto, and this is probably a dumb question because I'm not an intelligent person. Do the automatic Seamasters have the jumping hour? Do the automatic, the not the ones with that deep ceramic wave dial. Okay. There's a different, the different line of Seamasters, the ones that are more vintagey. Mm-hmm. Th- that those movements have the jumping hour, not the one that, not the ones that stem from that '90s Bond DNA. Gotcha. I don't know why though. I don't know why. <sighs> Couldn't tell you. All I know is I'm looking at this one with a sword hand, stainless steel bezel, and got Michael. Isn't it so? Isn't it so, Mike? Yeah, it's got Michael <laughs> all over it, hard, dude. Oh, I didn't tell you. I saw a uh, Tudor GMT in the wild. Wow. So my uh, Becky and I sat down for lunch, um, and the table today. Today, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Okay. When we were at the farmers market, we sat down for lunch at a place near there, and the table next to us. the The only reason I was looking is because they had a dog, and they for some reason just left the dog in the sun, and it was just like dying. Because like I don't. Okay, listen. People in Florida don't get dogs that shouldn't be in Florida. Okay. Like don't don't buy fucking huskies and Samoyed and like shit like that. They it's just hot. It's fucking hot here for them. You know what I mean. So these people had like a dog that was clearly overheating, and I was just looking at it because it was—I looked like it was in the throes of death. Um, and the person, the dude that was there, with had had a uh, like a little black—not a little—it's a big fucking watch. Had a black bay GMT. Thought um, I would share that. Yeah, I—it's I, a—it's a fantastic watch. I think it's still probably one of the best everyday watch options, or like one watch. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I really did wrestle with it, you know. Um, wrestle in regards to what? It, it's a chonker. It's big. Yeah, sure. that was that was the first yeah. thing I thought when I saw it on this person. I'm like, okay, 
it is pretty big. So I wasn't sure if that's what you're referring to. So yeah, yeah, but cool watch, and and now you can get it in two tone if oh, <laughs> if that's Jesus your thing. Christ, that's awful. As someone that loves two tone, <sighs> it's not even. It's it's more of a. I guess it's like the root beer kind of vibe. Um, that they tried to do with that one. I I was just. All of, all of that stuff that Tudor came out with this year, I, I was kind of. I, I I know this is, a lot of people like it, but I, and I don't think I've said it on the show, but that that Black Bay Pro thing, which is the thirty, basically a thirty nine millimeter GMT, it's what everybody wanted, but that one is not the one that everybody asked for. Um. It's okay. You know what pissed me off the most? The thirty, the thirty-four, thir- the thirty-two, thirty-four, thirty-five, or whatever. The the the, the two to black by thirty-sixes in two tone. Yeah. There's thirty-six, thirty-four, and thirty-two. I think those look fucking. They look terrible in two tone, dude. Terrible to me. They look really bad. Um, ah, but that's what I'm wearing. That was a that was a. Solid 25 minute wrist check, so you all can write that in your negative reviews, dicks. <laughs> you see here? Oh man, my leg. I'm telling you, there there is a there is a good review for you that I saw. Oh, it says it's probably my mom or something. I don't know. Not corny. You're certified not corny, guys. The internet has spoken. You know. <laughs> Funny, I told uh, I told people I told people at work like, oh yeah, you know, we were joking on the show this week that like, you know. Everyone hates me, and like we get a bunch of bad reviews, and they're like, "No, I'm sure it's not that bad." And they were like, they went, and they were like, "Oh my god, people say mean things about you." I'm like, "Yeah, I know. Total strangers hate me. Never thought I'd get here in my life. Thought I'd just be fine, but here we are. Strangers Internet, hate me. You do not need to have a strong opinion on everything. Just remember, just." That's the problem that people people don't realize that you don't need to have a strong opinion on everything, and then they go they don't realize that, and then they go online and insult people. Yeah, well, because we're taught we have to have a strong opinion on everything because you're not an authentic person unless you have an opinion on something. It, just so everyone was aware, it's perfectly fine to walk into a room, have someone say, "Hey, where are you on the duck versus chicken debate?" And you'd be like, "I really don't care," and then walk out. That's a totally fine response. <laughs> I don't care with a shrug and just walking out of the room. It's perfectly acceptable. You don't then have to go and research the the, the, the civil unrest between ducks and chickens and try to research and try to get opinions from other people that you like. Like, you don't want to go and read a review from John Mayer talking about duck breasts and shit like that. Like, you don't have to do all that shit to have an opinion about something that's perfectly fine to shrug on and just kind of walk away from. Very real. Ducks versus chickens. That's, that's, a, first blood, that's a bloody history. The first thing I could fucking think of, dude. That's, that's, a, that's controversial. <laughs> I, could, I could think of something better if you give me, if you give me time. <laughs> Under the gun, over-caffeinated, and a little dehydrated, that was the best one I could come up with. But um, let's do this. Ow. Do you want to talk about bracelets? Do you want to talk about stress? Do you want to talk about bracelets? <laughs> do you... Do you? <laughs> so, do you feel stressed? Jen, Jen, do you? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> the way I said that, I'm like, oh, God, where'd, where'd Renum come from on there? That's a little, <laughs> little out of nowhere. Do you want to talk Let's about... Let's talk about bracelets. Bracelets. Let's talk about bracelets. I'm less of a bracelet guy these days. 
That's that's what I, is, that's what I was getting to when you asked me about NATOs. Just interesting, right? You were like interesting. you were like a bracelet purist, which is totally fine. You, you, you people change. It's totally another change. It's just, it's just in terms of the trajectory. Just in case newer listeners aren't aware, Michael was one of those folks who was like, whatever it comes with is what it stays on. I don't change bracelets. I don't change straps. I don't do you know any of that stuff. And it seems like we're experiencing like a, a shift, which is which is awesome totally normal yeah with some watches i still i still have have pretty strong opinions about very specific watches because i think the combo in itself is just so good um so kind of like the 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 docs is an example that i that i bring up a lot and i guess that's i mean that i could talk about it because that's one of the ones that i picked Mm. it's just it's one of i i see i see people put them on natos and stuff and either even leather in some cases and the docs uh, especially the sub 300 cases the the smaller cases um late 60s they they're just they're just a really cool shape so you see more of that shape when it's on a on a nato and yeah and the whole case kind of wears differently but man that combo uh especially if if you're talking a vintage um you know beads of rice those are pretty cool people go crazy over them but still the the rick murray era doxas um you know this one that i have here in front of me is just so good <laughs> this this iteration of the beads of rice or grains of rice whatever you call it it's by far one of my favorite um bracelet styles it's just the way that it articulates is so wild overall it's incredibly comfortable who calls it grains of rice i've never heard grains of rice is that a thing i i i think i've heard somebody call grains of call it grains of rice because and i understand because that person would be like wait what the hell is a bead of rice so if you're if you're saying grain of rice you're i mean I, you're trying to inject some logic into this grain of rice grains of rice sounds like a book of short stories about like <laughs> you know zen cons or something like that you know what i mean like it's just no you're, you're totally right like be rice doesn't come in bead form i'm very happy we're having this conversation also just to establish yeah rice does not come in bead form rice <laughs> i don't know unless there's some kind of exotic rice we don't know about. pearls rice pearls i've heard i've heard of pearl food coming in pearl form i don't really i don't really know but okay that's cool but so that's that's your pick I mean, this is this is definitely one of my picks. Uh, I, I again definitely do not see myself ever taking this bracelet off of this watch. It would feel odd. It would certainly look wrong. You know, um, what makes that bracelet so special, though? I mean, let's talk about in terms of construction. Is it like? Do you think, in terms of your generation, your generation bracelet? Sorry, I was burping. Um, was there an inordinate amount of detail and emphasis placed on making that bracelet right? Or is it just kind of like they tripped into it and like, yeah, it's a good bracelet. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Well, the people go nuts. Find First of all, they go nuts finding the old uh, original mm. like 60s, 70s docks of bracelets, first of all. And um, it's they would they'll even I think you can even do something with the end links where you can modify them. Or there, there may not be any modification that you need to do, but you can actually fit them on modern doxas. Uh, so some people go do that, and there's 
there's very strong opinions on collecting old Doxa bracelets. So it's it's something that very much does have a cult following for starters. Um, I think the construction, like any old bracelet, feels a little flimsy, okay. uh, probably to, to some people. And I've I've never confirmed this, but the older ones, I think I think the the grains or beads, whatever you want to call them, I think they're I think they're each on there individually. Like individually articulated or individually like they're like they're independent. Not they're not part of like a law like a larger link structure. Yeah, these these are these are either in two <laughs> two grain or three three grain groups. Okay. <laughs> I'm really diving into this. No, um, this is actually it's funny because there is this you can put I like putting words to things that people feel you have all felt and experienced. I shouldn't say generally, generally, but most folks know a bad beads of rice versus a good beads of rice. Yeah. Is it these like kind of individually sort of free articulated little fucking grains in the bracelet that make it more comfortable or does that have nothing to do with it? You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, I think, I think that's a big part of it. And I think that's a big part of why people look for the old ones. Cause that, I mean, that sounds, that, that sounds like it could be a nightmare. Like if you break a link off or something, oh, you're, you're, just you're just totally screwed. If you beads flying everywhere. Yeah. Um, I don't think that would happen with this modern recreation, but um, what I like about this one. So this, this watch is from 2017, 2017 Doxa, uh, that era for them. It, it was just, uh, I think I've only handled one old beads of rice. Bracelet. This one for a modern recreation is just, I mean, I, I would kind of prefer it. Um, mm. Some people, some people, I think maybe end up cutting corners with beads of rice because maybe, I don't know, maybe some manufacturers out there are out there for for micro brands aren't doing them as much. I feel like if you find a micro brand diver, it's pretty rare that it comes on beads of rice. I mean, EMG comes to mind. Uh, they they had a really good one on that Nemo diver. Oh yeah, are they still around? Oh, yeah, fucked up question. I think so. Yeah, I haven't, I think, I, I haven't I think thought so. about them in a while. That's cool. That was a fun and, watch. And I think when I, when I reviewed that one, I compared that Beads of Rice bracelet to this one, and I think it's just pretty much like on point. Wow, same, I remember same this Same kind now. of quality, I would say. Oh. Um, but yeah, I, I think, um, yeah, there's just something about the comfort of that kind of array of links and the way that it's done and... It's great. It's super comfortable, and it's totally doxa. I mean, what better way to to wear an orange dial doxa diver than than just on some kind of beads of rice? Yeah, straight up. That's your watch. It does have it does have like this kind of funny dive extension that I never use. Um, but I had no idea it had a dive extension. What's what's weird about it? It's just. It, I mean, when you consider some of the dive extensions that are out there today, so, so like on the new ceramic Omegas, they're they're pretty detailed. And there's there's another bracelet that I'll get to now, um, or or later. But this one just kind of flaps open. There's just you 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 pop it open and you get this um, two two oh, and a yeah. half inches. You could add my my Seamaster the Seamaster uh, uh, clasp on this older one is like that. The diver's extension is like that. It's not it's not fancy or high tech. You know, it's just you you get some more bracelet if you're gonna put it over a, a 
a diving suit or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Which I, I don't casually wear diving suits. You should. Um, you should start wearing them, yeah. like, on the bus and shit. It's... <laughs> right? You know, around here, I, uh... <laughs> Would you not be out of place? Actually, I went kayaking. I went kayaking with some some guys the other day, and Could have worn a wetsuit some of them were... Some of them were just full on wearing, like, they look like diving suits. They had like I flippers and like scuba tanks, but they're kayaking. It's just like, oh, what were they wearing? Came watches. Oh, I, I, uh, nobody had. I don't think anyone. Dude, people don't wear cool watches out here, man. They're just probably Apple watches. All right, that's fine. That's that's good. Yeah. I I, nobody understands me. That's really. We we understand you. You're in a safe space. <laughs> but sorry, I cut you off. What were you saying? No, I was just gonna say that I showed up in like joggers and a t-shirt. Because <laughs> like, I never, I, I mean, you probably, you probably, like, we both grew up in Florida. We've probably done some kind of kayaking or water sports or something. You're never, you're never wearing more than shorts and a t-shirt. So yeah. I was telling people, I'm like, this is the first time somebody tells me to wear layered clothing for like doing something outside on some kind of. Is it just because boat. the water is cold? So in case you get splashed, because that's the, that that's the only thing I would think of. You need a wetsuit. For it's it. just super. It's super cold. It's okay. super cold, just wind wise as as you're out there. I love yeah. how you just show up in like socks and a shirt, like a mustard stain. It's like, uh, we kai- is this where we're kayaking? <laughs> Basically, and I was I wasn't even wearing the doxa. I can't say that I was super prepared. What were you Actually, wearing? I, I was. I had the CWC. It was pretty cool. Fuck yeah, that was cool. <laughs> cool. All, all those other overprepared nerds over there, dude. Fuck yeah. That's awesome. That's my. I mean, I I just had to I had to talk about that one because it's. I mean, clearly this. E- even though I am experimenting with straps, not not leather or anything. I I don't think leather, you're, leather is. You're my timidly thing. strap curious right now. Strap curious. <laughs> kind of just feeling it out. You're open, but you're not aggressively pursuing anything outside of what would feel reasonable. You know. Like you're not gonna yeah, walk up this, here with like an ostrich like strap NATO or something like like ostrich leather NATO or some shit. No, this this watch for sure has never seen anything but this bracelet. Nice, so cool. Um, is that my turn? Yeah. Okay, so I have three picks here. I tried to organize these into sort of different, kind of interesting highlighted features. So I have one that I chose for comfort just overall comfort because i have worn this watch before and it blew me away there's another that i chose for kind of interesting bracelet ease innovation because we've all i think in one way shape or form had a fight with our bracelet while trying to size it or just put it back on or whatever the fuck and then the third one i chose was just in terms of overall quality like an improvement in quality because this one brand has a really bad rep for bracelets so i'll go with the first one and that's comfort now, I would like to emphasize that this is not a normal TPWS watch we talk about. I'm sending you a link, Michael. But I, I had the opportunity, uh, and it's time does the charming Does the charming bird now come on bracelet? It's a leather, it comes saying? in a leather strap. Um, <laughs> I, I checked. I sent you a link in Slack of the, of the watch. Well, I sent Michael a link. This is a this is a uh, this is one of them one of Tim Masso's videos for Watchbox. So it's um it, and it's it's time stamped for the particular section. Uh, I sent Michael a link for the Bulgari Octo Finissimo Ultra Thin. I'm pretty sure this one is t- titanium. I mean, it doesn't really matter. I had the opportunity to try this watch on when I was on a Disney cruise uh, a couple years back or whatever, and it fucking blew me away. 
the whole watch experience, but in particular, the bracelet experience. It doesn't look like it would be very comfortable, but each of those little links is so thin and so articulated, it literally just like, it drapes like like, like soft fabric on your wrist. Yeah, that bracelet looks... It looks thinner than I thought it would be. I guess I've never seen it from this angle. I'm seeing him kind of mess. When I was thinking back to every watch I've worn and like what were cool bracelets, not cool bracelets, I'll always remember trying on this watch, this Octofinissimo Ultra Thin. It was fucking insane. And this bracelet stuck out to me a lot in regards to the actual construction of it. And you can see it's actually done in a way where there's still really appropriate gapage between the links, so it's going to breathe. Like, this thing is going to be on you, and it's going to be super fucking comfortable. Just to put this out there, this is not a normal watch we talk about in the show. This is a fucking expensive-ass watch. These are really cool, though. I I mean, everyone is still going nuts over, you know, mm-hmm. Royal Oak, all that kind of stuff. And I think I think people are catching on to these Octofinismos, which... I mean, it's not the same Genta vibe, but I think in some cases, almost kind of a little cooler, day-to-day practical, very very light, I'm sure, with all that titanium. It's super light. You don't even feel it. So what I like about this overall design with the Octofinissimo is that it's very forward and modern thinking with an appropriate nod to something sort of Genta-esque, as opposed to trying to be overtly Genta-esque and like, oh, look at the way things used to be. I'm just a really nice old-timey watch. It's like, no, this is a very <laughs> overly, in a good way, designed watch that doesn't want it to look like it fell off of, like, spaceship refuge. You know what I mean? They're they're trying to push the emphasis of design in a modern progressive way without having it be, like, or inaccessible like it still feels like a very classic watch like it's just it i am never going to own this watch i have no intentions or or kind of goals to own this watch but trying this one on in the store was, was fucking awesome dude um and I never hear people talk about the bracelet on this watch which is why i'm like i gotta bring up that bracelet on the episode people people probably just talk about how thin they are yeah you know what i mean they do they they, they kind of uh, the party trick that's kind of what that's the party trick for the this party watch, trick, I yeah. think. Oh, look how thin it is. Like, yeah, it's not... There's a lot more going on. I mean, obviously, yes, it's thin. That's great. The You know, your spinners. You have spinners, your real spin. That's great. There's a lot more going on than, like, you know, <laughs> the fact that your car has has spinners on it. I don't know if spinners are even cool anymore. Definitely. There's, you should all get spinners. You should all get spinners. Yeah. And if you have no idea what I'm talking about, y'all gotta Google spinner rims, like, on a car, Okay. You gotta play Need for Speed Underground. <laughs> Can you get spinners in that game? I, I can't remember. I don't know, but we all gotta play Need for Speed. That just has to come back. <laughs> but yeah, so that this I chose as a comfort pick for bracelet. I have not worn a bracelet that gave me that same sort of um, really comfortable sensation. It's light. It really, really um, adapts to your wrist. It's also beautiful because it's a butterfly clasp, so it has. Um, you don't get this un- You don't get this interrupted like big bulky clasp. Like it's just these beautiful tapered links um, all the way around. So I wanted to. You highlight cannot that. tell. You cannot tell where that push button is. I don't. I. I can't. 
I can't for the life of me tell where this opens up exactly, just from photos, but it is very seamless at the clasp. It's gorgeous. This watch, like it, I, I'm, I don't know if people maybe don't take it seriously because it's Bulgari and not like, like a lot of the a lot of the traditional non orological centric sort of fashion houses and luxury brands kind of look get looked down upon. So like. Bulgari and like um the Chanel watches and even to an extent some of like the uh, Tiffany watches and shit like that. I think they tend to get and Hermes, um, they tend to not get taken seriously. But y'all gotta leave your fucking bias at the door and realize how fucking awesome this watch is. It has a micro rotor. All right. I think of I think of Jared Leto when I see these. He's like an ambassador, like... isn't he, or something? <laughs> is it... I think of Jared Leto walking around with like. I don't know, wearing a bold car. <laughs> uh, that's so good. But I wanted I wanted to put this on the list. Incredibly expensive, not practical, but if you ever get the chance and you feel like annoying some store, uh, some store sales, uh, you know, um, clerks, go and try the wash on, you know? $15,400. Just try it on. Don't, you know, <laughs> you don't have to buy it or anything. You don't have to. But no one will think badly of you if you do. This was your comfort pick. This was my comfort pick. So next I'll have a, a kind of like a technology sort of ease of use pick and then um, overall quality pick. But what about you? What's your, what do you got next on the list? It's good that you have those categories because I think this is, this is probably by far the best value pick. Um, Interesting. <clears throat> good follow up to my $15,000 watch. <laughs> yeah, let's, like, yeah this is some serious contrast here uh, because this watch this watch is pretty comfortably under a thousand dollars um and i think when i handed it when i handed you this watch you were just like oh my god oh i know it's, i know what's happening i immediately know what's happening so this is a watch that i struggle with also do I do bracelet? Do I do strap or whatever? And in many cases, I got really close to selling it because I, I couldn't really tell um, <clears throat> what I wanted to do with it. Right. The, the watch, it's another one of those watches that needs to live on the bracelet. It's the um, its the Halios Fairwind. Yep, there it is. I was impressed by that bracelet. That actually did blow me away. <clears throat> so unlike the Doxa, the, the, that beads of rice bracelet, this one has a pretty like, I think you get five different little notches where you can, yeah, you can kind of just, I hear that you can add or take away whatever you want with that extension. And it's super, super practical. And you do that with the, um, with the button at the bottom of the clasp and it's the little Halios logo and you just push that down and it's, oof, man, this thing also, so it's 20, 20 millimeters. And I think it tapers down either to like, my taper all the way down to 16. Oh wow, that's right. It gets pretty narrow down there as it tapers. It gets it gets very very narrow. I like that. Um again, these links, they lay flat against each other so they're they are articulate. If you lay this thing down, just the, the whole watch down on the table, it just beautifully kind of drapes on itself. It's it's really really cool and um I I think I know there's not really uh there's nothing really too impressive about a stainless steel dive watch bracelet with an extension. 
but the thing is this quality at this price with this this kind of finishing and features it just kind of i felt like i had to bring it up that's a good one so you you said you struggle oh sorry I was just going to say it's it's embarrassing that some brands that are in like the 2K range, 3K range do a dive watch bracelet and they're nowhere near this this kind of quality. Mm-hmm. So you say you struggle like um between the bracelet and something else. What else do you consider putting on there? I tried on this watch. Um I tried what did I do? Tropic straps. I tried a tropic oh, strap on this one, okay. and because it's a skin diver case, and I thought, okay, like skin divers, they traditionally came with these these tropic looking straps or whatever. It it kind of looked a little goofy. I mean, maybe some people pulled it off, but it, it just really wasn't for me. And then also, I did NATO's, um, but this watch, it's, it's got to be on this bracelet, man. Yeah, it's just another one of those things. And I think what was tricking my brain. This bracelet has a lot of pretty complex finishing on the edges. So the edges of the links are like beveled and polished in a couple different spots, I think. Actually, no, just the top. The top of the links on the sides are beveled and polished. And the brushing throughout the bracelet, something about it catches the light. Where if you look at the if you look at yourself wearing the watch in the mirror. You almost get these kind of AP Royal Oak vibes because you you oh wow that's saying there's this, there's this yeah there, there's there's a glitziness to the bracelet I, it's it's hard to it's hard to describe and I wasn't you know when I you know when I buy a watch from a small brand in the affordable space that's kind of very much sport oriented tool oriented right that kind of glitzy glitzy look is not something that you expect so it i think for a while it caught me off guard and i i thought oh this is kind of like this is not me let me let me put it on a nato or something and then you just end up feeling that something's missing from the mm. watch so that's, it's it's back on the bracelet now that's kind of happened with the with the seamaster i had it on the nato it was cool didn't feel complete put it back on the bracelet that sounds like yeah that's crazy. The opposite of what I do, the opposite of what I do with the Speedmaster, by the way, for the for a while I thought I was like, oh, I need the Speedmaster on bracelet. It feels like less of a watch. If I wear that thing, it's it's on a NATO like 100% of the time. Have you have you because that's the I hate the I hate the phrase. That's one of the sort of like darling quote-unquote strap monsters of the watch community. Yeah, yeah, the the Speedmaster. Yeah, Speedmaster. You know what I mean? So like, do you kind of see yourself do you go through a lot of straps on? Do you are do you have like a mood ring strap like repertoire that you're like, I'm feeling blue today. You put like a blue strap on your on your Seamaster, or is it just the bracelet or one other strap? No, it's really just been NATO. And for the longest on that watch, the longest time I'd oh man, I did so I did a sailcloth strap at one point. Oh. I did one of those Forstner like yeah, 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 I remember bracelets, those. which were pretty cool. Um I don't know. Still felt kind of not period correct with my Speedmaster. Um, I think I tried a, I think I tried a rubber strap at some point. That must have been um, weird. Yeah, yeah. Never, never leather, and then the Omega bracelet. A lot of times, just the stock one. Mm. But nope, it's just NATO now. 
that that watch is pretty pretty chill on a nato i would say oh that's awesome cool good appropriate pick with the fair winds like like as you were talking and you were just like saying like oh and then when you saw this i'm like oh fuck i know what he's talking about i should have called I should have called that the fair one was going to be on our list of bracelets. <laughs> I would just really challenge you to to pick up a fair wind on bracelet if you have a chance. Just if you're at a meetup or something, someone's got one, pick it up. It's just there's something about just picking up this watch and holding it in your hand. You're just like, what the hell? That's literally what happened to Seven, me. 775 and and i think i handed you that that time yeah i was like here's here's the black bay gmt you picked it up you're like wow this is this is big okay whatever and then you picked up this one and your thought was just like whoa this is really nice i thought it was i thought it was a 1200 dollars watch because like i don't know why i had that number in my head and i'm just like i'm like wow you know it's not and i think i made that comment I was like it's not bad for at this like you know, eleven, twelve hundred dollar price range. I said something like that, and you were just like, "You're just like, dude, this thing's under a thousand, like all day." Like, I think you got it for like seven or eight, you said, or something like that. Yeah. And I was just like, then I was even <laughs> more blown away. And I'm saying that to you, kind folk, eavesdropping on Michael and my personal conversation. I'm saying that to you, not as a Halios fan. I'm not a giant Halios fan. But even I was. Yeah, I don't totally... think you. I don't think you ever had the desire to to get one. Not really. It's just we had a controversial episode a while back. What was it? Um, what was it like? Over overhyped watches or some? Or it was something like that. Yeah, some crap. Was something like that. That was fun. But my favorite part is that this is when we were still active on Instagram. We did an Instagram poll, and it was just like, we we're like, "Hey, Halios, hyped or overhyped? Do you remember that?" Yeah, we were trying to get that cheap social engagement. Yeah, mm-hmm. Jason from Halios responded and said, "Overhyped." <laughs> did I ever tell you that? He's great. He's so, so fucking bad. awesome. That's hilarious. Because you can yeah, there's, see there's, you can see the names and like who answers the polls, and it's like it's like you know, Halios, Jason. Oh, it's overhyped. I'm like fantastic. Thanks. Yeah, there's there's a new. I think there's a new Seaforth coming out. That's people are gonna lose their minds. Oh, people gonna be stabbing their mothers and shit, climbing over the corpses of their friends <laughs> and families just to get first maybe, in line. Maybe I'll change my watch midday. I'm gonna put this Halios on. There you go. Good pick, though, man. Sorry, Seiko. There you go. Sorry, Seiko. Just, like, chuck it out the window and shit. Um, (laughs) I have a watch that I learned about recently. I don't think I've talked about it on the show. And if I have, fucking whatever, sorry. I've talked to you about this watch, Michael. Because I'm feeling a little little tingle in in my pantsy when I think think about this watch. It's... It's a little out of left field, you know, for me, but it's certainly, I'm not going to say it's in the crosshairs, but I have a nude calendar of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, okay. I'm not like actively like looking, but I'm like, eh, maybe, maybe, maybe not a nude calendar. You know, when you're like, when you were, we're like, not, I mean, this isn't applicable anymore, but remember when you were a teenager in the nineties and you had like a Corvette poster on your wall? Like, yeah, Corvettes are awesome. That's where I'm yeah. at with this watch. Or like a Ferrari Testarossa or some shit. Like, yeah, Ferrari Testarossas are awesome. Or like a Countach or some shit, you know? Yeah. I have that poster. This is the longest fucking intro for a watch ever. It's the goddamn Carte Santos. Um, I learned about oh, the bracelet on this watch. So this is my technology ease of use pick. 
I'm gonna send you a video. I already have it. You don't have to tell. You don't have to Google it. I hear you typing. I got, <laughs> I got a time-stamped Hodinky fucking video for you. All right. So the only reason I've chosen this watch in regards to the bracelet pick is that in order to change the links or to reduce the size, like to remove a link, you don't need a hammer. You don't need the fucking vice tool or whatever. There's a little button. I'm not even fucking joking. There's a little button on the back of each link. You press that button, not hard, but firmly, and the spring bar pops out. It doesn't fly out. It kind of pops out a little bit, enough for you to pull it, not all the way out, but pull it away from the bracelet enough to where the link can then be removed. But here's the thing, the spring bar cannot actually come out of the bracelet. You know what I'm saying? Huh? So it ejects, but it doesn't come out 100%. Exactly. That's my understanding. If someone, if, if someone wants to correct me, go for it. I don't give a shit. Either way, I think this is fucking awesome. In particular, because of the fucking Odyssean journey I had to go on to size this Omega Seamaster. <laughs> we were supposed to record that day, and I had to cancel recording an episode with you because I was sizing the person on this watch. I think your wife texted me or something like, yeah, Cass is really late because he's like, <laughs> he's really sizing the person. I'm in trouble with this. <laughs> because she's just hearing from across the house, like, like I'm, I'm, I'm like, things are falling over. I'm like yelling and shit. She's hearing me like pound on the desk trying to get this thing. I bent a spring bar trying to get it out. I'm using like pliers and shit. Like, it was bad, dude. <laughs> it was like that, ever, um, the, something about Mary when he was fighting that dog. You know what I mean? <laughs> that was there's something about Mary, right? When he was fighting that dog in the bathroom. Yes, I think that was that movie. I don't, listen, it was one of them fucking Ben Stiller movies. That's what I had to go through to fucking get the link off it's this called, bracelet. It's called the quick switch. This, yes, this Cartier that sounds thing. This is the coolest fucking thing ever. You know what I'm saying, dude? Fucking mm. awesome. And if you did want to change it, uh, to actually remove the strap from the watch, it's just the little levers. You don't even need a spring bar tool for that shit. It's just two little kind of levers you pull in towards each other, and then you can just kind of take it off, like a Fitbit or whatever. Another one of those watches where I, I really like the idea of the Santos, and I'm, I'm looking at a lot of footage now. Mm -hmm. Right now I'm seeing footage from your Terrific. Excellent. Excellent content. Yeah. These are very, very nice. That's That's a good... I want this watch. This watch hard. But I don't know what to do. <laughs> but but the wife does not like it. No. she. You know what's funny? She doesn't like the bracelet. What? Okay. <laughs> she says the bracelet reminds her of those metal bracelets you get on cheap Casios. I see what oh, she's saying. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 that's, <laughs> I can see that. I totally see what she's saying. But she but she loves it on like the the other like leather straps they offer. Yeah, and Cartier has a bunch of like really cool strap options and stuff for this watch. So I always made fun of this concept, but I'm thinking about making this my new house watch. But I think I might be done if I actually get this watch, like done like buying watches. I'm. 
I'm not I'm not trying to find the new house watch, but I'm trying to find the done watch. Mm. I know I know everyone's kind of laughing at us now, but <laughs> fucking nerds, you're never done, you know. Get thee behind me, Satan. You know? <laughs> oh, those rocks could be some tasty bread. Get thee behind me, Satan. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Don't tempt me. Let me get my exit watch. Fuck off, you know? <laughs> oh, well, if you really were who you are, you could just save yourself. You know what I mean? Like, y'all, y'all some evil tempters, man. Enemy. The, um... <laughs> I like this watch a lot, but in particular, this bracelet system, like, God, that, that's that been in my head for a while. So that's why I chose it, because I don't hear people talking about the bracelet for this watch a lot. You know what no, I'm saying? I don't think I don't think so either. And I think part of that is because it, it's so much fun to pair on tons of different leather straps. It is very fun. Cartier has a Cartier is like a huge leather selection mm-hmm. to start with. I just realized I chose two jewelry houses so far. <laughs> what have I become? <laughs> what have I become? But yeah, that's my. What happens when you move to the you know west coast of Florida? Of Florida. Yeah, it's so nice over here. I already basically. I love it. It's so nice over here, dude. <laughs> I'm gonna come hang out. The um, but yeah. So in terms of like bracelet with ease of use, cool technology. I, I gotta put it here. This is fantastic. Look up look up this bracelet, everyone. I'm gonna stop talking now. Michael, what's your third pick? Super boring at this point. I think it's been around since Super Boring? I, I know everyone's going to be like, yeah, whatever, obviously. <laughs> but, dude, the Pelagos bracelet. <laughs> How can... Like, I, and and this, is, this, is, this is a lot for me to say because if you go back to single-digit episodes or, or whatever, I, I was probably just swooning over the AP Royal Oak bracelets mm-hmm. thinking that I mean, don't get me wrong. Those, those are very, very nice. But I thought you—I thought that was gonna be one of your picks. No, I mean, I, I, I understand it's it's great, but I mean, it's just not something that really resonates with me anymore. That's <laughs> fair. Because it, like, back back then, it was one of those things like, oh, maybe one day I can aspire to own this watch. And now it's just like complete joke, dude. <laughs> And sure, yeah, that, that that is a very nice bracelet. But, um, you know, talking about exit watches and uh, and all that kind of stuff, I've I've been looking at watches like those ceramic Seamasters, and I've been looking at watches like the the Pelagos, uh, like really like the the left hand drive one. Um, yeah, I obviously really like the uh, the FXD. Mm-hmm. I mean that one's not on a bracelet, which is one of the probably probably like the biggest criticism that I've seen. Interesting, because uh, it comes with, on rubber with, with or, or silicone or something like that, right? It, it's it's uh it's so that that watch specifically is just one big block of titanium, and the the there are no spring bars; there are just gaps that you could thread straps through, and that's kind of the the military. I the military design that. behind that one, but 
there's something just super magical about the Pelagos bracelet, that clasp system, that that spring-loaded clasp. I'm looking at it right now. So cool. I I people love to find those old four-digit subs, and group of collectors that just love the oyster bracelet for what it was at that time. And today, clearly, it's something very special because, you know, there's a vintage element to it. But back then, you know, that oyster bracelet was just really breakthrough. Mm. Uh, and I think it, it was one of those things that really allowed the Rolex designs to to endure throughout the decades. Um, I think what we're seeing with the... I, I've always said that the Pelagos is our generation's dive launch. Our generation's Submariner. Wow. You can still walk into a store. You can buy it. It's like... Oh, it's I understand watch. what you're saying now. Yes. Yeah. I, yeah. It's, it's, wow. it's like the Submariner for today. And I, 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 I'm just, I guess I'm just realizing that these things are a decade old, old already. Like the 2012, yeah. I think is when it came out. Yeah. These watches are about 10 years old now. Um, that, that bracelet with that clasp is just, we're getting pretty close to like modern icon. I think. Are you saying in like. 10, 20, 30 years, these are going to be like a huge investment opportunity. I don't know about a huge investment opportunity, <laughs> but I, I don't know. I, I feel like you can't do the comparison to the Submariner without that being part of it. You know what I mean? Like, hey oh, man, these are going to be people, super expensive in a few years. People are talking about the two-line dials already, and I think, I think folks are unironically hunting them down purposely because... They, they have the ETA movements, which is, that is a Tudor thing to find old Tudors with. It's pretty cool. Non-in-house, non-in-house movements. Um, hey, uh, oh, dude, that, that Pelagos blue. I remember, I remember when it came out, the blue Pelagos came out, I think. Yeah. I read about it. I think I read about it at work and I actually left. Uh, to to go into like the break room or something to try to call uh, like a store nearby. I I I called at work and try to see if I could like try it on. In in my dumb mind, I thought that I could, you know, pick one up at the time. Did you? <laughs> but I just I just wanted to, to play with it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've tried it on. I've tried it on twice before, and yeah, it's. It's just so funny because it's one of those watches where like when you're wearing it, you're like, yes, this is incredible. It's fucking beautiful. But then it's sort of easy to kind of forget about it. Not in a bad way. Yeah. Yeah. And they're everywhere now. Mm. You can you can walk into, I mean, I th- they're easier to find than, than the Black Bay 58s that everyone likes. <laughs> everywhere. And year after year, I mean, with the exception of the FXD that came out recently, Tudor's kind of just letting this one stick around. Mm-hmm. Not really all that many changes. There are even some special editions with dials made specifically for the Middle East. There's some really rare. Oh Pelagos. shit, that's kind of cool. You want if you want to talk about collectible stuff in the future, there there's there's a, a few of those models kind of going around. Use the phrase exit watch, which is a concept we've we've kind of talked about a few times on the show. Is this something in the running for your? your exit watch i 
lately lately i've been thinking and it's funny because this this would make the the bracelet discussion uh i've been looking at my collection and how it's been evolving i i've gone really really heavily into classic mill spec designs so i i've ended up with three sub three cwcs um <laughs> you know and that's that, that's the stuff that i really drool over right and i thought to, i thought to myself like what is like what is like the coolest like modern luxury watch out there that has even even if that connection is kind of a stretch and a gimmick uh it's it's kind of that Pelagos fxd it's just re- a really really cool over the top iteration of what i like in you know military yeah ewcs that i that i um collect and and all that we'll see i don't know Let's it's see. it's tough it's tough to look at that watch mm-hmm. even with all that with all that that i would like and, and <clears throat> man uh, I'm I'm gonna get a Pelagos without that bracelet. I can I can understand why people are upset. See what fate has in store for us. Like yeah, we'll we'll see we'll see. I I definitely can't be buying a watch right now. I'm trying to see. <laughs> yeah, there's inflation happening. Damn it. Yeah, I don't know if y'all heard, but at least here in the United States, we're dealing with some monster ass inflation. Eight point five percent in March. Eight point three percent in April. Come on. Well, Paul, we should be talking about Cartier and fucking Pelagos and Octavini. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I am in the house. I am in the new market for a new house watch, though. So I don't know. I never. I always made fun of those people, but now that I'm in that scenario, I'm like, yeah, it actually, seems like a logical thing for me to possibly consider. Hey, man, I saw you eat rice with sriracha every day for like a year. Cheap, you deserve it. Man. Cheap and delicious. I don't know how nutritious it was. But it kept me full. <laughs> and one day, you one day you even tried to make it fancy with like kale or something. You're like, nah. Well, because I never. Okay, listen. I didn't grow up in a house where you just ate kale on the regular. But I see people eat it on television, and Reddit tells me kale was cool or whatever. So I just bought like a big bag of kale. I didn't understand you couldn't eat the stems. So I tried just eating the stems, and it was like it was like like chewing on like a little dog's leg like it was oddly fibrous and dense it was and my conclusion was that oh i don't like kale but then i remember you and brad were like no that's not how you eat kale like you can't you gotta, you gotta massage it yeah you, know? <laughs> you can't know you can't claim to not like kale if you're eating it wrong you know what i mean <laughs> yeah some work you gotta do yeah and i've had kale properly after that and yes i do like kale now now i like kale find it very refreshing I find it to be the sexier cousin of spinach. I don't know if I'm thinking about that correctly, but that's kind of how I see it. Way to put it. <laughs> this is quality entertainment. <sighs> oh my god, I still have a watch left. So you, you're, we're at your last one. Okay, so this is not a watch. This is more celebrating a progression of one watch brand over probably the course of the past 10 years from being the butt of many bracelet jokes to in my opinion really having quality bracelets at least at least in one particular line i'm talking about orient man remember how bad orient bracelets <laughs> used to be so th- I still 
find it amazing that I was able to sell a Orion bracelet. Maybe someone was doing a scavenger hunt and like as a joke, someone put, oh, you got to find an Orion Mako bracelet. And they're like, oh, God, okay, I got I to gotta, <laughs> buy an Orion Mako bracelet to Reddit. Um, Orion is an mm-hmm. interesting brand in that, you know, for a long time it was the affordable Japanese cousin to Seiko's or like it, it frequently was in like affordable diver lists and everything like that. Um, and a pretty a pretty interesting change has occurred in regards to ownership of Orient that I think um, most folks may not have a lot of clarity on, but it's having really interesting impacts in the quality of current Orient, current base Orient models and Orient stars that are coming out there. So um, Orient right now is owned by the Epson Corporation. Epson Corporation had a partial ownership before, um, but now it has full ownership and post full Epson uh, ownership of the Orient uh, brand has resulted in some really interesting just like I don't know attention to detail I've owned I owned an Orient Star uh, pre Epson um, acquisition uh, that was my Orient Star GMT WZ071DJ 0071DJ DJ fucking whatever the Orient Star GMT that's pre uh, pre Epson post Epson I had that open heart um Orange Star Diver with the teal dial and everything like that. The bracelet on both was good because the Orient Star line is always supposed to be like a little bit of a step above like the base model, but the Orient Star bracelet on the pre-Epson is nothing compared to the Orient Star bracelet post-Epson. The quality on my Orient Star uh, Diver post-Epson acquisition is really fucking nice. there's nothing innovative or it's kind of comfortable it's whatever it's like a pretty straight up like you know h-link bracelet but it has some interesting facets and kind of cool angles on it but it's just in terms of the quality the quality of that bracelet totally blew me away you know i never had that watch i might put it on like a like a nato every now and then but that bracelet stayed on that watch so i just wanted to give a shout out to post epson acquisition orient and orient star um bracelets for is clearly being fucking nicer. Milled clasps, really clean, no random sharp edges on the ends of links or whatever. Um, really, really nice. That's it. No snark. No bullshit. Imagine <laughs> imagine that quality of bracelet on a Grand Seiko. <laughs> I'll just say the quality of the Orient Star bracelet is kind of in line with the quality of the grand, of my Grand Seiko bracelet. I'm not going to say okay. it's better, but one of those watches is also four times the cost of the other one. Yeah, I okay, see I'm, a I'm lot not of... going to tell anyone which. <laughs> it should be pretty clear. But I'll just put that out there. I was not super impressed. Fucking, I... Okay, hmm. Why doesn't my Grand Seiko have screw links? But the Orient Star did? That one did? The Orient Star did not. That's what I'm saying. Like, oh, okay. I would consider them, I would consider them, you know, pretty equal in terms okay. of quality of bracelets. I see a lot of, I see a lot of Grand Seiko bracelet jokes online. Pretty upset. The screw length thing, I, I, I understand that, that criticism. But ultimately, I don't have a lot of Grand Seiko experience uh, or any really. But, um, you know, the Grand Seiko train is quite nice here. 
Get a quartz. Fuck all this mechanical bullshit, dude. Get a quartz. You'll like it. That's another. That's another watch. I. The, so the, those these are the watches that are swirling in my mind. It's that the that Pelagos, those new Seamasters, and then and then I I still go back to the the nine F GMT. The just mm. the black dial. Oh, Here's the thing. You can't choose wrong. Those are all fine options. It's not like your options are a rotted pear and like, you know, frog loss. Like, oh, <laughs> I don't really know which one to get. There's clearly a wrong option in those two. Yeah. And at the same time, the world is on fire and uh, maybe I should just wear what I have. I don't know. It's so hot. It's so hard. The world is always going to be on fire. What a silly, what a silly hobby. <laughs> Might be silly, but at least it brings us together. You know? <laughs> I've just uh, had I've just had like basically the porn equivalent playing on my computer screen. Uh dude. That bracelet. I'm telling you, like that. So here's the thing with the Carte Santos also. Um I grew up in South Florida. We both grew up in South Florida. My dad's a doctor, my parents are like parents are immigrants and they're all doctor brown doctors and my parents are from pakistan blah 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 all this bullshit whenever we get together for big like indian like pakistan like desi parties and like all the brown doctors were there man a lot of them were wearing santos this is like it's just like kind of a thing so i think in my mind i've always and i never realized i didn't realize they were cartier santos until much later in my life obviously so i think mm-hmm. i've just seen that watch for so long my dad doesn't have my dad had um two-toned Rolex with a Roman numeral. Like, he's not a watch guy um, or anything like that. So he just got one watch. But, like, there's something very South Florida about this watch to me. My father-in-law has a Santos as well. Just a very old quartz one. You know what I'm saying? He's a doctor, too. It's a thing. I don't really, I don't know. I don't make the rules. I'm just a witness to them. It's just, (laughs) it's just a thing for some reason. But the thing is, so with the Santos, I think there's this inclination of like, oh, I got to make sure it's my dress watch. No, dude, I want this to be my shorts and t-shirt watch. You know what I'm saying? That's like a very, yeah, it's like a South Florida look. <laughs> I feel like. Man, what happened to me? It's, we had, yeah, I don't, you, you picked those jewelry houses and Orient, and then I picked Doxa, Halios, and Tudor. Your picks make sense. Well, and I, and I didn't, and I didn't mention the the Royal Oak really. I was cause... expecting that one. Which one? So we didn't have the same watch. Which watch did you thought we were both gonna have? I thought you might bring up the Pelagos bracelet because uh, I, I, I feel you yeah. you've had you've had phases where you 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 like you the love Pelagos that watch quite a bit. Yeah, you love that watch. Well, no, for me it was the Carte Santos, the fucking Octo Finissimo, and the uh, the new post Epson acquisition. Excuse me, Orient and Orient Star model bracelets. Quality wise, they're just really really nice so i like this this was fun these are non-traditional bracelet picks you know which video are you watching for the santos is it the hodinky one i sent you i know i was watching the your your terrific one it's a very good video <laughs> no he does he does a really nice job um talking about that watch kind of his mentality towards why it took him a while to get it and like how he likes it, everything like that he sold it though I don't know. Still not as still not as good as just watches on YouTube. 
Definitely, definitely the highest quality content. TVWS is very own. Not very own, like you know, we're all friends, everything <laughs> like that. Just watches. Everyone, check out what is it? Hold on, let's let's give it a proper shout out. What's the whole thing? Isn't there like a one in there or something? Or am I thinking of something else? It's just watches. Everyone, go and check out just watches. Just space watches. That's it, right? I'm looking at the right one. That's our bookmarking things. Fantastic. Really cool reviews, all types of brands, really nice commentary, proper, proper content. Check it out. It was good. I'm glad we did this. What was that thing from uh, Talladega Nights? If you don't drink Pepsi, then fuck you. What was that? Is that what it was? Maybe. (laughs) I don't know. If you don't don't go and subscribe to Just Watches on YouTube, then fuck you. I thought I thought if if you're not if you're not first you're last. I thought that's what it was. It certainly is one of them. There's many, you know. Okay. Many. Like, but that's cool. been a while since I've seen that one. Yeah, there's many quotable moments, you know, from that show. But yeah, if you don't subscribe to Just Watches on YouTube, then fuck you. There we go. <clears throat> Feel good. Feel good now, Michael. This is a fun episode. We should do more of these. We should we should talk more. We should. But remember, we consistently and regularly post content. Yes, yeah, you can you can you can set your watch to us. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, you're you're all welcome. And I think I think we you know, I think we earned that one. Well, here, Michael, let's do this. Um, this has been a ton of fun. Everyone, really hope you enjoyed the show. Let us know your thoughts. Somehow, I don't know. It's uh, a little hard to get a hold of us. Um. You can email us. Email us at tbws.contact at gmail.com. That email again is tbws.contact at gmail.com. Let us know your thoughts in regards to our picks for interesting bracelet. Bracelet talk. Talking bracelets. That's really what the thrust of this episode was about. Let us know your thoughts on your picks or if you think these picks that we chose, you know, suck or something. I don't know. It's all good. Either way, let us know what's up. We love hearing from everyone. Depends if we like you. But in regards to that, Michael. What else? That is. <laughs> is it that time? Is that sad time? I'm. I can close this out. All right. Yeah. Go for it, and then I'll. I'll. Yeah. I'll bookend it, and I'll. We'll wrap it up. As always, thanks for listening, guys. My name is Mike, and this is Kaz. You have been listening to Two Broke Watch Knobs. Later. Later.